Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It is episode 97 of the Say Hey Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am Doug Hayes. It is March 6, 2023. Bringing in my co-host back off his one-episode hiatus. <laughs> Say hey, Rob. Welcome back, brother. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Missed you. Miss, missed the pod. Missed talking about our Giants. Uh, yeah. First of all, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, our boy, Brooks Nitson. Say hey, Brooks. Fellow fan. Fellow consumer of great beers, he did a great job. That was a great episode you guys did. Um, I, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I I, I regret to announce that my number one, uh, you got to watch the spring training uh, just got reassigned. So, uh, R.I.P. Colton Welker. You know, hopefully you come back one day. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of spring training, uh, Rob and I are going to go into many details right now of what we've been able to see this spring. And so that's it. That's our recap of what we see this week. <laughs> the spring. It's, you know, here's the thing. I'll say this before before we get into our uh, topics today. Um, it's been frustrating because, you know, I, I'll be honest. Like, every year on average, like, I don't watch a ton of spring training games. But I'll watch, you know, five or six throughout March. Or, you know, starts of February throughout March. Um, but, dude, like, they haven't been on television once. Uh, so we can't watch it and i think first we both have jobs so it's you know it's hard to really follow because a lot of them are day games understandably down in arizona so um you know it's not like we can tune into kmbr and like to be honest i love john miller i love dave fleming not truly interested in listening to spring training on the radio i'd rather watch the young guys um and the guys trying to cement jobs like i'd rather watch it on television and the Giants aren't on TV until this Wednesday, March 8th, and it's, you know, they're playing an exhibition against Team USA, who's prepping for the WBC. So yeah. it's been frustrating to follow. Uh, so, you know, I'll check the box scores and stuff and see who's playing well. But it's we can't come on here and be like, well, uh, and, and we're Joey Bart, guys. I'm just using him as an example. But it's like, oh, well, Joey Bart, he's like, per se, he's seven for 15. You know, like, he looks great down there from what I've seen. It's like, well, what have we seen? We don't know. Maybe he's putting little crappy balls in, into the grass and they're just falling. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, like, assess without really seeing anything. So, um, yeah, I just I want to see more, but we can't. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, like like you said, it's our first chance to really, really watch him. And, um, yeah, they're not even playing a real team. So it's like, you know, whatever. But – yeah, spring training never been a big deal to me, um, especially with this team in particular. Um, a lot of veteran guys, you know, a lot of dudes on one year deals. Like they, these guys yeah. don't really care. Just don't get hurt. That's what that's that's the main thing. Don't get hurt. You know, don't be using up those IL stents before the season starts. You know, uh, save you know save them. But I mean, by by all accounts, uh, you know, 
got you know dudes are hitting the ball a lot of high scoring games obviously this is that's that's what spring training is that's uh, the norm yeah yeah it's a, that's the norm you got got you, you got guys out there who are specifically told all right go out there and just work on this pitch and whether you get shelled or not we're keeping you out there so yeah i don't put a lot of stock into it I, what they've won two or three games what, what whatever you know remember it in major league two the Indians went like three and twenty-three in spring training, and they thought nothing of it. Rob, that's a great point, and you know because of that, you know our three and I think nine San Francisco Giants this spring. I think I'm gonna go put a little cash on them to win the win the World Series now. So, but, hey, two things real quick. One, totally didn't try to, but we're both wearing San Jose Giants hats tonight. Go, go, I, San Jose. I, I just noticed that. Wow. I, I know me, when you were talking and two, it's funny that we're mentioning like, um, you know, well, it's, it's hard to put merit into, you know, spring and blah, blah, blah. Cause we can't watch. And we're coming off an episode where it was five players to watch. this. Watch <laughs> we can't watch them though. That's the problem. Maybe we should say five players to look at in the box score every day. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and, I just thought that was funny. Hey, hey, no, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, the fine folks that you know with that work with the Giants in NBC Bay Area, I just I hope they're not trying to hide us from anything. You know, I don't know what this means that we can't watch them. You know, twelve games. You made in. a comment the other day in the group that was like, uh, "Oh I, God, I was, man, I hope you know, I hope this is just him being funny, but maybe there's some truth to it." <laughs> yeah, let's not turn let's not turn the fans off until the season actually starts. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, yeah, Wednesday I fully plan if I'm not busy, I will be tuning in to watch that just to see a little Giants ball. I'm sick of watching the Cardinals and the Blue Jays at 10 o'clock at night while I go to sleep. So, Thank God, and I know you're watching it right now and I'm not, but thank God our Sacramento Kings are good this year, my friend. What's the score right now? Uh, I don't know. It was like they were up by four a minute ago. So, All right. It was like 75-71. Like go Kings. Kings. All right. So let's jump into it. What are we doing tonight? We're talking hot takes. What is a hot take per se? A hot take is in my opinion, something that you throw out there that you may not think is actually going to happen, but like you could see it happening and you kind of want to get on the right side of the fence regarding it. So at the end of the season, when it happens, you're like, I was right. That was my hot take back on March 6th. So um, we're going to, we're going to read some from, (laughs) so back, I think it was January 5th, like literally over two months ago, I said, Hey, on the next episode, guys, we're going to read your hot takes for the season. And I kind of realized, like, it's really early, you know, in early January to be doing hot takes. So uh, a few episodes later, we are going to read some of those tweets from back in early January uh, at, at the end of the show tonight. So, but we're going to get into we're going to get into ho- our hot takes first. And, you know, like I said, Rob and I love doing these lists. And even though Brooks was uh, in for Rob last week, we still got to re- read Rob's top five, um, you know, players to look for this spring. Uh, so anyways, we're doing another five and, uh, we'll really start diving into the season after tonight's episode, but we want to do one more fun episode. So five hot takes for 2023. Uh, and I'll let Rob go first because I think you have them in a better order than I do. I kind of just did them randomly. I think you did from what, like least important, most important. What'd you do? No, I just, um, kind of positive to, you know, negative. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of all I did. But yeah, I'll, I'll go. Okay. I'll go first. And that's fine. Let's with do me. it. All right. Mine, mine isn't, it's not, it's not a crazy take or anything, but it's just that Logan Webb will be an all-star. Um, okay. 
he got very close last year despite not having his best stuff. But this year, you know, plain and simple, I think he answers the call and pitches like a, the true ace of the staff here in 23. And hopefully that means he earns a contract extension by season's end because I know he he and the Giants really want to get that done, or at least he does. So not, not the hottest of takes. I think a lot of us kind of expect that to happen sooner rather than later. But very close last year. I think he gets it this year. All right. Well, if you're going to go all-star route, I'll start all-star route then. And I'm going to go Camilo Duvall will be an all-star. And that's – I'm going with that because obviously there is the, the MLB requirement that each team has to send at least one representative. So yes. we know that the Giants are going to get at least one. Now, this is a team where coming into this offseason, uh, they wanted to get a star. We all know how that went down. So the Giants mm-hmm. don't have any stars. But do they have some good players? Yes. But I think Camilo Duvall, and I wrote an article on this last week, I believe. I think Camilo Duvall has an opportunity to, to become a great closer this year. Um, you know, 27 saves last year, only blew three. He's developed that uh, sinker now to go with his fastball and his slider. So he's got three different movements. Um, can throw in the high 90s uh, into the low 100s. If he can just get some better command, and I think he's going to be not as dependent on because they bring in Taylor Rogers because they have Scott Alexander. Now um, they have some, you know, back end guys, John Brebbia to protect there. So mm-hmm. if they need to give Duvall a night off, they can. Um, plus I think the giants are just a little better overall as a team anyways. So more save opportunities. Camilo Duvall National League all-star in 2023. That's my first hot take. And one of the Dominica Republic's top pitchers. So look out for that in WBC. That's right. He is, dude. I, you know, I will say this. I'm not a huge, I, I, I follow the world baseball classic every four years. I think, it, I think it's great. Like it's fun. Like I'm not, I don't think it's like stupid at all. Um, I don't, I'm not like as into it as I probably should be, but like if the U S goes on a run, like I'll, I'll definitely stay tuned, but man, I think every freaking WBC, the Dominican dude, the Dominican team is just so much fun to watch, man. They're up there hacking, trying to hit bombs. They're going to come in throwing a hard heat like they all do, like Camilo Duvalde. So Dominican team, always fun to watch for sure. I I put a little wager on that today. So now I'm fully invested in the Dominican Republic. So I will be watching the WBC. I wasn't sure if I was going to be, but now I am. My man. All right. What's your next one? What we got? All right, my next one will be that Mitch Hanniger will hit 30-plus home runs and will become the first Giant to do so since Barry Bonds in 2004. And God, it's been so long. It's been so freaking long, and it has to happen. I mean, the guy in 2021 when he was healthy hit 39 at Safeco Field, which is it's not a small park up there in Seattle. No. You've been there. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice big yard. He hit 39 there, so if he can, if he can stay healthy – I think he can pop out 32 to 33 this year at Oracle. Just, yeah, I mean, to me, it just all comes down to health. He's a hell of a player, been through some shit, but I think he can, you know, crack that 30 home run barrier. Just pray for his previously ruptured testicle and everything is going to be okay. <laughs> hey, I like Mitch Haniger. I- I'm excited to see. I just want him, like so many dudes on this team, if they stay healthy, like, you know, maybe we have a surprise good year. Um, so I am excited to see Mitch Haniger. You know, I swear that Rob and I didn't go over any of these with each other because I have a similar one, but it kind of raises it to another level with okay. two other guys. Well, Michael back. Conforto and Jock Peterson will both hit 30-plus home runs this year. I swear I have that on my list. 
I know oh. that's a see now that is a hot take. That's oh. a hot take. So they end the 19 year drought of having a guy that hits 30 plus bombs and they get two this year with Conforto Whoa. and Jock, two left-handed power bats. I uh, I think Jock's in for a huge year. I think Conforto is healthy. Both of these guys are going to be in the lineup five to six days a week. They're going to get their opportunities. Um, give me both of them for 30 plus again, hot take realistic. Probably not, but this is a hot take episode. So that is one of my hot takes. Now I got, I got to ask, do you envision them hitting four or five in the lineup? Two, three back to back. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I they're going to both hit in the top five in this oh, lineup. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could see them both hitting four or five on a lot of nights. Um, okay. I can see that. And, uh, you know, if Jock's hitting well, like he did last year and he's, you know, hitting for more than just home runs as well, you know, maybe Jock's hitting in the three spot a lot, but they they have some other options there as well. And also depends on the guy you just brought up, Mitch Hanniger, how well he's doing. There's definitely, definitely some pop in this lineup this year. So, um, maybe they can return to their 2021 power numbers. That'd be nice. So, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. All right. We got all right, all right. Number three, number three hot take is that Al Harrison makes his debut in August and stays for good. And wh- why why do I say that? Why Mainly because because Sean, Sean Manaya and Ross Stripling have player opt outs at the end of the year. Alex Wood is going to be a free agent. Jacob Junis is going to be a free agent. Alex Cobb has a club option at the end of the year. So. The Giants are going to have to see what the future looks like here at, at some point because there's a lot there's a lot of uncertainty going into ne- next year's pitching staff. I mean, we I think we hope Stripling and Manai have great years. I mean, I hope I don't know if they will, but I hope they will. But sure. if they do, they're they're getting the hell out of here. I mean, that's I mean that's kind of how, how it Giants works. way, yeah. Just the Giants way. Yeah, and Alex Alex Wood and Jacob Junis, yeah, free to do whatever the hell they want. So. I think you know at some point this year you got to give the ball to Harrison and let him run with it, and just to see what see what you got going into next year. And I'll, I'll say this: if he comes up before August, things probably aren't going very good. I was just going to say the opposite. If if it takes the Giants until August to see Kyle Harrison, that means guys are staying healthy and they're probably throwing well. So if oh, we yeah. see Kyle Harrison in August and we get you know eight to ten starts out of him, I think that's fantastic. Um, but then, you know, devil's advocate looking at the other end, like, was he not thrown extremely well in Sacramento? Um, but yeah, no, I, I look at it that way too. Um, uh, mainly if, if we don't see him until August, that means the rotation is holding up pretty well. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Harrison, yeah, Kyle Harrison. I think everybody's excited to see, um, him come up this year finally so uh well not finally i mean dude's flown through the system <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do a sandwich here i'm gonna go because i'm gonna be honest a little spoiler alert out of my five four of them are like positive ones i do have one negative one and i'm gonna preface this one with i don't i don't see what other people are seeing i don't know if they're looking into like advanced an- analytics or whatever um, cause I think like not, not, now, not that everybody's saying like the giants are going to be a really good defensive team, but a lot of them are saying that they're going to be better. Uh-huh. I just don't see it. I don't, you know, even if they're like moving Mike Yastrzemski to center field, cause maybe he's a better 
natural fit in center than he is in right. Um, you know, like the guys they brought in, Mitch Haniger and Michael Conforto, uh, you know, not I, if I can, I want to say this right before Brooks jumps my shit for saying, hey, you, you could have looked this up for free. He wouldn't do that. From, no, I know. Like, <laughs> let's, I'll, I'll, I'll say this safely. Conforto and Haniger are not known for their gloves. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, you know, Brandon Crawford wasn't fantastic at short last year. I'm hoping he has a bounce back contract year and he's good this year. But, um, you know, looking everywhere else, uh, JD Davis, Wilmer Flores, Tyro Estrada is not really great defensively at all. In fact, I believe he was last in defensive run staves on the team. Um, Lamont Wade is playing some first. Jock Peterson's going to play some first. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, the, the only like really good glove is like Casey Schmidt, who we don't know if he's going to get any serious time at third base on the major league club. So no. with all that said, I am going off of what did they have last year? In 2022, the San Francisco Giants made 100 errors, which was the fourth most in baseball and the third most in the National League. I am going out on a limb. Hot take. The Giants have the most errors in the National League this year. Oh man, I got so, it. <laughs> and and factoring in too. Look, you know, there's uh there's no ship this year. Um, we haven't been able to see anything, so I don't know what right, they're trying to right. do, like loophole wise to work around that. We saw like another team bring in, you know, like the left fielder to play right field, like shallow Joey, right field. I guess Joey Gallo, yeah. Joey Gallo, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're seeing that. And so I, I, I don't know what we're seeing from the Giants yet. I'm looking forward to seeing how you know Kai Cray and, and the defense and Gabe Kapler gonna work with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's gonna be more opportunities and especially with this Giants rotation that likes to, you know, they're not super into the strikeouts. They're into the get ground balls, uh, mm-hmm. keep the ball low sinker guys, depending a lot on the defense. I don't think the defense improved much Giants lead the national league in airs. Yeah. You, I can't really argue with that at all because like you said, they were horrible last year and I kind of felt like they doubled down on it in the off season. Like they made no real effort. Like, yeah, we know our defense sucks, so we're gonna do this. No, 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 not really. That Carlos Correa would have helped. I mean, yeah, yeah, they had Carlos Correa for like a, a week, but but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the Gold Glove shortstop would have helped. But yeah, like you said, maybe maybe Crawford, you know, figures it out a little bit in a contract year, or just I don't know, like. He didn't suck on purpose last year. It's just he's getting old. You know, shit happens. Yeah, he just had a bad year. Like I said, I'm hoping he has a bounce back. Like, maybe this is his final year with the Giants and has a, you know, above average good year. So, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Okay. That's a good one. All right. Hot take number four is that J.D. Davis gets traded by June. Oh. You know, the, the Giants, which really surprised me, they re-signed Wilma Flores to a three-year deal in the in the offseason. So, presumably, he'll be the everyday third baseman. He's making $10 million a year. Three for 30, I believe he got. So, he's went healthy. He's going to be the third baseman. And the, and the organization seems hell-bent on Lamont Wade becoming their first baseman, at least against righties. Where's so, VR? David, and David VR, who's expected to get lots of looks against lefties, whether it's at first or third, you know that, and I I hope that's the case. Considering VR is one of the few position players on the team who has a little bit of youth on his side, who can 
ascend and is not at the yeah, back I, end of the, and not the back. I want end him to play. Yeah, exactly. And and he's not at the back end of his prime, like pretty much the entire roster is besides him and Joey Bart. Yeah. But but the fact that Davis brings you nothing to the table defensively, I just think he's a very expendable piece on this team. And by by June, I I mean, unless they do something I don't want them to do and part ways with VR or or did dish him, I hope they don't do that. I know I know Farron didn't draft him, but it'd be worth it. It better be worth it. I mean, you can't send a guy with 36 home runs in triple A last year back. You know, there's there's no reason to do that. So yeah. I just I just don't see where JD Davis really fits on this team. And I mean, yeah, injuries are gonna happen, of course, you know, but I don't like I don't like predicting injuries, but he's just another right-handed DH on the team. You, you, you know, that's where he fits, and the Giants have like four, four of those. You you and I both know that. And plus Jock Peterson, who's a who's a basically a left-handed DH. I mean, they have a lot of guys on this team who bring nothing to the table defensively. So I think that they works are against- full of DHs. So I I really think that works against JD Davis on this team because I think he's just kind of he's kind of in the way of getting VR you know more more clean looks and but that being said maybe Lamont Wade Jr. cannot play first base at all and they got throw throw JD Davis in there or something who knows but that but I think it's a good possibility that he is that he's gone by June plus you know kind of going off what you just said and I brought him up a few minutes ago like what if Casey Schmidt can actually hit major league pitching. He yeah. is by far and away already the best third base glove in the system. Right. Um, and he's young. I think if, Hey, he's like, if he's going to be just a, an average, even below average hitter, like put his ass to third and let's get a glove. And yeah, I mean, trust me as much as like you and I, I, I think we both, you know, love Wilmer Flores and what he's done has already exceeded expectations with the giants. Um, you know, when he came in a couple years ago, um, it's tough. I mean, he was overused last year. I, I think that uh, he played in way more games than the Giants wanted him to, and understandably. Uh, but yeah, him and, and Davis and Wade are kind of like in that purgatory of, you know, can hit, but, um, you know, yeah. what are they going to provide for you on the field? So it's tough because, yeah, the, this this team has plenty of guys that can hit, but they're not great defensively. And, Kind of just all ties back into you know my whole NL airs and things, but um, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, pr- presumably you would have Davis or, or VR, one or the other, at at third or, slash first, you know, or vice versa against lefties. Estrada at short, yeah. and Flores at second. Is that your oh. line? Is that your line? Seriously though, is that your is that the line against lefties? Defensively? I th- I think I'd probably find a way to have Davis at third, VR at second, and Wilmer at first. Yeah, so some some variation of that. Some it's some yeah, variation. I mean, of that you thing. can do that. Talk. You can do this. Yeah, but and then yeah, I mean, we don't even need to get into the whole backup shortstop situation because Tyro's <laughs> not great there, dude. So it's uh, it's gonna be tough. But um, just yeah, yeah it's, it's just hard to see what, where he where he fits on this team in the long run. But yeah, yeah. It and happened. I mean, we're we're a couple weeks from season preview, but let's just say, I'll, I'll say this: the the defense and the my lack of confidence in it is what's going to prevent me from thinking the Giants are going to do huge things this year. Okay, so, um, getting back over to me, I I'm going to go back into a positive here. Look, I think from what I hear, I didn't see, 
from what I hear, Anthony DiScofani looked pretty good the other day. And, um, you know, this is a deep rotation. He missed all but five starts last year, wasn't healthy, didn't look good. Supposedly, he's healthy and he looked good. And, you know, we've talked about before, this is a guy that throws in the mid-90s with movement. And when he's healthy, Anthony DiScofani is a pretty darn good pitcher. Um, I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be a nice kind of like added bonus in in comparison to last year's team. Um, I'm going to go Anthony DiScofani's finishes with the ERA under under three two five. Oh, I shit. think he has a yeah. I'm, I that's kind of a mix of a hot take and what I really do believe can happen. If, if the dude can stay on the mound, Anthony DiScofani has a great year. Two five or lower, you know, and, and this is you know, I'm glad you brought him up because I considered putting him on, on, on air too, something similar to that, but not quite that low. But this is a huge year for him. I mean, he's under contract for two more years, yeah. I mean, so he he kind of stands out right now, unless you know, yeah, you have Alex Cobb who has a club option worth, I think it's in a two, a two million dollar buyout, I, I believe, is, is what he's looking at if the Giants want to buy him out. Mm. But yeah, like, like, like we talked about with the Kyle Harrison er, er, earlier, it's we don't know what this rotation is going to look like, you know, year to year. That's what happens when you have all these guys on one year deals with opt outs and they kick ass and they get the hell out of town. Yeah. So, so Discovani, who actually has another two, two years left on his contract, basically sat last year out, you know, for, you know, ankle, shoulder. I mean, I think he had a lot of shit going on and stuff, some stuff that we, we don't really know about. I agree. But, but I mean, yeah, I believe he's, he's only had one start so far and yeah, he, Looked good. I know he struck out like three or four dudes in two innings. I think it was. Yeah. So, no, he's definitely one to. Uh, he's a definitely a come comeback candidate. It's, you know, it's kind of easy to come back when you didn't play at all the year before. But, uh, but yeah, sure. man, if he if he's under three two five, who look out? <laughs> hey, he was two years ago, and That's you know, it's not like he's approach or it's not like he's in his mid to late thirties. I mean, the guy's still what thirty two. So yeah. Um, definitely can have a bounce back here. Okay. All right. What do you got? The last one, man. This is this could be the one that this could be the one that gets me killed. Uh, oh boy. Last hot take is that Farhan gets fired by July. Oh. oh. Whoa, bro. Right. You Explain. know. You know, we got opening day approaching, and, and there's still no uh, no traction. Or at least no open traction of a contract extension for him, and I I truly believe that once the team underachieves again this year, which I spoiler I I kind of think they will, he's going to be the scapegoat for ownership. I hope this doesn't happen, but it's 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 kind of it's lining up perfectly for for that to be the case because we got we got to remember one thing: Farhan works for ownership. Ownership doesn't work for Farhan. You know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I've been playing for years for Jerry Jones to sell the team. <laughs> and so you can't do anything about ownership. I don't I don't blame Farhan for a lot for a lot of the things that have happened, but there is so much uncertainty and questionable direction with where the franchise is going right now. When you have nothing but a team of guys on on one-year deals and only two three count Kyle Harrison or fourth can catch Casey Schmidt, but not not very many young young guys four four years into his campaign that you can even be remotely excited about. And two of those guys are Joey Barton, David VR, and he didn't draft them. So it's it's the 
it's the questionable direction of where the franchise is going because honestly, I don't I, I don't know what the what the direction of this club of, of this club is right now. They're kind of at know, a crossroads right now. They're at a big crossroads, and it's very rare for executives, people in, in an executive position, to go into a, a final year of, of a contract because how can you expect him to run the team, you know, to his best ability when he doesn't know if he's going to be here next year? Do, do you remember that scene in, in Moneyball <laughs> when Art Howe? Goes up to Billy Bean and, and he talks about his contract. And this is a manager, but he says it's yeah, it's hard to manage a team when I don't know where I'm going to be next year. Yeah, you know, and I and I kind of believe this is where the Giants are at with Farhan, unless unless there's there's different stuff going on behind closed doors that we don't know about. But they they kicked around that oh yeah, well we think we're going to extend him very soon. They said that back in August, opening days right around the corner, and the this is just after the. The Aaron Judge debacle, the, the Carlos Correa debacle. I I truly think ownership is setting him up just to be the fall guy for all this. Because at the end of the day, you know, well, remains to be seen. But the Giants probably did dodge a bullet with Carlos Correa with that long contract and the ankle. But still, they had him basically behind the curtain, dressed up, ready to be introduced. And the Giants backed out on that. Whether that's far on fall or ownership's fault, I think it's ownership's fault. But somebody has to take the fall when it comes to the free agency next winter. And I think Farhan's gonna gonna be that guy. I think ownership fucked it up, but I think that whole debacle really put a real black eye on the Giants organization as a whole. I truly do. When it comes to trying to lure in big time talent. Because he was here, he was ready to go, he was house shopping, and then all of a sudden. Oh, sorry, dude. We're pulling the plug on this. I, I don't think it was really far on fault, but I think he has to be the fall guy. You know, Rob, I, I wish you would have said, like, hey, mine's going to be a fucking hammer, and we need to finish with that. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, that was that's the ultimate hot take right there. Um, you know, besides, like, on the total opposite end, like, that's the total opposite kind of hammer of, like, the Giants are going to win the World Series this year. Like, no, you went there. Um, Kind of the opposite, I, but yeah. I, I, I guess I'll I'll go with my last one, which is not as exciting. Um, and I won't spend too much time on it. I think Jock Peterson signs an extension to stay with the Giants before the season ends. Um, I think that on paper, this is not a very exciting team. I'm gonna try and, and spruce it up so I can sound cool like you. I think this is, you know, not a super exciting team. Um, the fans love Jock. Jock's a Bay Area guy who was an all-star last year. He's got bleached highlighted hair he hits for a lot of home runs i think he's gonna have a massive year because uh the ship being gone now he's got better protection um around him in the lineup i think jock's gonna have a huge year possible all-star again and um i think he signs a three-year deal or something um before the season's over and remains the giant so that's my last one and i'm sorry that it's not as exciting as <laughs> rob firing farhan <laughs> in mid-season Hey, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I'm just saying there, there, there's a good chance. But I think it would, you know, going go back to, to, to uh, Jock Peterson, it, I think it would be in his best interest to uh, sign an extension here. Like, and a good qualifying offer. I mean, one year, $20 million for him. I mean, that's more money than I think he's probably ever made right yeah. there. So, I mean, because I think it it was him and what? There's one other guy, right? Except for the qualifying offers. I forget who the other guy was. 
But every other every other player in baseball declined there except Jock Peterson. I think he was a pitcher, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you too. I don't know why I can't think of him right now. Me, too, me either. Yeah. Was this like Freddie Peralta? Or what? I don't fucking know. But um, yeah. It, it, anyway, yeah, I would I would love for Jock to be here for a couple of years because yeah, I, I agree with that. Jock's an exciting player, but the, I think the issue is you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of jocks on this team, but he's the most exciting ver- version of a. A big guy with power who, who kind of sucks at defense, but Jock is the most exciting. I will give you that, and I hope yep. he stays for for a while. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, so we're gonna wrap with kind of what I talked about earlier. Now, back again, back in early January, I said, "Hey, I want to hear your hot takes on Twitter," um, and we got a decent decent response. So I'm gonna just go and read through these, and I'll uh, you know for those who are viewing us on YouTube, I'm gonna show what we got here. There's our freaking. Uh, agenda so look i said okay giants fans with the majority of free agency done let's hear your hot takes for 2023 the first response i get is from this asshole himself (laughs) he says i predict uh and that's at say hey rob of course on twitter i predict the giants will send me to the hospital due to alcohol poisoning by june so if you know if you're under a rock rob thinks the giants are not going to be great this year uh and then i responded with Okay, so the next one, uh, Conforto HIV said, we suck. So, you know, just, I said bold, I like it. That's not my burner account. (laughs) Hey, great bold take there, Conforto guy. Um, Trey Pastor, I like Trey Pastor. Look, hey, this is a guy that uh, is a football player for Cal the last couple years. Entered the transfer portal, big Giants fan, uh, comments on my stuff sometimes. So, Trey Good luck this season, man, wherever you land. Hope things go well for you. Um, he says he's going opposite here. Giants sinking the wild card and make it to the World Series. We always done better that way anyways. So Okay. Trey's, Trey's optimistic, man. I, I hope you're right, my man. Let's do that. I hope you're right. So, uh, yeah, Giants are known to uh, getting in the wild card and going on from there. So, uh, our friend Charlie Baldwin <laughs> from Britain. Hey, we love Charlie, man. Uh, Giants chatter admin. I uh, hope he's doing well. He says the Giants will make the playoffs. Um, that's that's his hot take. <laughs> oh, oh, Robert. Giant, at Giants 55 on January 5th said the Giants will sign Correa tomorrow. Wait, did that actually happen? Anyways, uh, <laughs> the next one, at Giants fan 831 says the Giants make the playoffs and 75% of the fan base is still dissatisfied. Ooh, no, okay, no, maybe no. that's a lukewarm take. Hey, look, if this team makes it to the playoffs, I will not be dissatisfied. They can get swept in the first round. I'll say, hey, it was a good year. year. I'll be very happy if the Giants make the playoffs. Oh, but then he follows up with, same guy. Okay, for real, Giants signed Belt for one year, and he hits 285, 30 home runs, and 400 OBP. So it's kind of tough because um, I I, I won't count that one because this one was from two months ago. These are two months ago, so, you know, whatever. Um, SF Giant at Giants Faithful Three. Uh, Crayo returned to Giants after the Mets steal falls through. Nope, he's gonna end up with the Twins. Uh, <laughs> at Loco Java Man One on Twitter. If everything goes well, seventy four wins. <laughs> Ouch! Wow. This guy's sharing your pessimism, my man. I got him winning more than seventy four. What the hell? Jeez. Um, at math underscore not Giants praying the minor leaguers come through this time. That's I I think he speaks for most of us. Um, 
probably right. Yeah, hey, if, if VR can stay and stick, if, if Casey Schmidt can come up, hell, if uh, Kyle Harrison and even like an Elliot Ramos can produce this year, that'd be great. And I'm not high on Ramos, you know that. But yeah, man, it would be nice if some of the Giants' young talent could come through for once. So um, uh, at DW Fraun, Fraunfelder, sorry. Without a shift to limit his pull hitting, Yaz slashes 265, 325, and 445 with an OPS plus of 110. If Yaz puts up those numbers, I will be very happy. I I have been a big Yaz guy the last few years. I'm starting to kind of pull away. I just I think we know what Yaz is. Um, it, it, it appears that, the, that they want to phase Yaz out a little bit. I could be wrong there. But we'll see. It kind of it's a big it's, year it's, for him. It's, it's a very big year for him. Agreed. Big year for him. I hope you're right, dude. I hope you're right. Um, David Jollis. Let's see. Uh, okay, so obviously Cray didn't come through again. Sorry, these are two months later. That's on me. Um, <laughs> make a trade some point during the season for Corbin Burns, Willie Adamas, or Brian Reynolds. So David wants to hit up the NL Central. And, hey, well, uh, we know that wasn't Brooks. Next. But it wasn't Brooks, no. Um, Corbin Burns, who you know, if the if the Brewers do struggle this year, I mean, the guy just one of the better pitchers in the National League. All jokes aside, had to fight for like seven or eight hundred grand more, um, and the Brewers didn't want to give it to him. And I believe the Brewers won the arbitration case, and he didn't get it. So um, maybe there's a little animosity there between the club and the player. Don't know, um, but yeah, God, imagine. Corbin Burks coming back to Cali and, and pitching in that Giants rotation. Shoot. Yeah, well, and based on based on his little spring training interview, uh, there's some animosity there, you know, between him I'm and serious, yeah. ownership. So it was over like 750k. Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't even a lot of money by baseball. Standards. That's what I'm saying. It was like yeah, seven eight hundred k. So not a ton. I would fight over eight hundred k. I'd fight over eighty k. Oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Last one. Scott Anstead. The Giants. Yaz turns it on. Or I don't know. I think he just meant Yaz turns it on. Tyro increases his average in power, which he had a great year last year uh, offensively. Hanniger is the anchor of the team, leads the team in home run and RBIs. Conforto adds length to the lineup, um, hitting doubles machine. Jock hitting front and behind, and VR hits 275 with 27 homers and Sable hits. This is a very optimistic tweet there, Scott. And I'll what, tell you what, if if all that hits, Scott, your hot take wins the offseason, man. Yeah, <laughs> if if all that hits, uh, Farron don't got to worry about ever getting fired. So that's true, very true. <laughs> so thought it'd be fun to come on here and read our responses, even though it was kind of a while ago. So I apologize about that, but still fun to interact with our listeners and followers. So look, Kevin Cunningham is going to be coming on soon um, before the season gets going. We love having him on. I think we've had him on twice, and he is just a boatload of knowledge. And I, I think what I love most about Kevin Cunningham is he's honest. And, um, you know, we do share a lot of, uh, you know, beliefs with him. But also he kind of enlightens us on some things that we don't know about. And guy goes to, uh, you know, some minor league games regarding the Giants. He follows it to a T. So it's not like he's just reading – other things and reading the box scores and, you know, throwing up a, an opinion and seeing if it sticks. This guy actually follows the team and watches. And so definitely uh, excited to have him on soon. So we'll have him back on very soon. Yeah. A lot can be said for those uh, minor league, uh, you know, covers who actually go yeah. on 
watch the game and are, Dude, are present. It's a, it's a huge year for the Giants farm system. I mean, um, the Giants need some guys to finally break through, and it, it needs to happen like now. So, and if it doesn't, yeah, maybe we're looking at your hot take because uh, you know this is Farhan's fifth year with the club, so mm-hmm. he's had five drafts and. Some guys have stuck, but nobody's, you know, some guys have looked good in the lower levels, but some, you know, nobody's really got to like Sacramento outside of Kyle Harrison, which is a far home pick. Um, and, you know, but we haven't seen him at, in the big club yet. So nope. we'll see, man. Definitely Fair. a big year for the system. They're just prospects until further notice. That is correct. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Want to uh, check us out? You can go to BLEAV, that's believe.com. Uh, or wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe on YouTube and make sure that you're joined up on Giants Chatter on Facebook, of course, because things are about to start heating up in there and uh, we love interacting with everyone. So mm-hmm. um, for episode 97, for Say Hey Doug, Say Hey Rob. Until next time, thanks for listening to our Hot Takes episode. Go Giants. Go Giants. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.